Yo, <laughs> it's Cam with the Only One Pod. Uh, I think I'm just gonna make an episode where I just talk NBA draft, and uh, I think I'm just gonna run through my top 15 prospects, and then I'm gonna run through the next 15 in the next episode. I might even do all 60 prospects, honestly. But for right now, we're going to do 1 through 15. I'm going to run through it decently quick. I'm not going to break down every prospect, you know, skill by skill. But uh, let's get it going. Uh, Number one, I got Victor Wimbayama. Duh. I think he could, uh, I don't think you see seven, six guys that you could play at the four. You know, uh, he has enough mobility and fluidity that he can, uh, like, let's say he goes to the, the Rockets. He can play next to Shingun. <laughs> and Shingun could just guard the, the bruisers and let, you know, let Victor and him just take turns. You know, Victor, he... I don't want to go on a Victor tangent, but uh, Victor, you know, he could play different kind of coverages in the pick and roll. And that's uh, that's pretty impressive, you know, for a big like that. And offensively, he just does literally anything, and he shoots the skin off of it. So you're just going to have... When you know you're just gonna have an exciting team when you know, he has TS the NBA, it's just gonna be just an exciting class. And uh, so number two, I got Amin Thompson. Oh, I'd slide. Wow, I'd slide. Uh, I have a Sar Thompson. I got a Sar Thompson, number two. A Sar, obviously, the twin. He uh, he's a monster. He's just a monster. Uh, ridiculously athletic. He's three level now. I mean, you see him hit mids now, you know, with fluidity, three balls, water, you know, good free throw percentage. Was there not the like? Uh, you know, I'm gonna be going back and forth on whether I like him or Amin or Scoot at the two spot. So for now, Asar has it just because he's shooting it better than his brother. And he is, you know, if Scoot's like 6'3", then Asar's 6'7", you know. Ridiculous handle. I mean, he can pass too. It's not like he's, you know... Those are he he has those skills pitched to an extremely high level for his size. I don't know, I just you know, those kind of players don't they don't fail. You know, that's why I have his brother three. <laughs> Amin Thompson is three. He's the more point guard kinda you know, it's you can say it's Anthony Black. You know, him and Anthony Black are actually similar players or you know, and those two players are similar to like a Josh Giddy. And, you know, on paper they are. But in execution, Black is a little more athletic than Giddy. 
And the men is a lot more athletic than both of them. I mean, and he can pass with the best of them. Um, his his creativity is ridiculous. I mean, his... You know, his three ball is actually going to start coming around, I think. And uh, I think with him, it's a confidence thing. He started he started to shoot some stuff in between, too. Uh, I mean, right him right now, you know, him and his brother right now are a big reason why City Reapers are... Might they might be the best high school team in the league in the country, you know. They're they're yeah they're filthy they're filthy I'm not gonna lie they're filthy. Uh, that's why we gotta go scoot four like I said uh, scoots two sometimes. Uh, sometimes he's three, you know he's just gonna be up here. Uh, he was like. He was like twenty one and seven or something, twenty one and six in the G League night. He was twenty five and eight at stretches. I mean, he's like he's like eighteen years old, uh, and you know the G League is as high level as it gets outside the NBA. And, you know some Europe and some you know some international stuff, but G League is right up there. I mean, it's the best. It's the best players in college. You know, isn't you know isn't role players in college? It's the best players in college. <laughs> so, and you had you know, and then some you know really good international prospects, and then former and then former NBA players, <laughs> players that have already been in the NBA. So that's pretty much all the G League is just uh, consists of. You know, when a kid's eighteen, dominating that, but you go ahead and just chalk him up. He's gonna be an elite NBA player. In some capacity, whether it's, you know, he's, his stats look a little better than like a Van Fleet, or he's the next, you know, or he's the next, you know, generational point guard. He's going to be elite in some capacity. Now, the only reason why these next players aren't ahead of him. I'm I'm waiting to see some things in their games before I could put them above Scoot. Cause in a day Scoot is only go, it's like six three. So if I can get me a six seven plus kid, six six plus kid, that's an elite athlete as well. Does a bunch of stuff elite. I probably would go him over Scoot as much as I love Scoot. It's not, but obviously, it's not many kids, but. This draft is so special. There actually is a handful of kids. <laughs> uh, the next guy at five, Cam Whitmore for Villanova. He's about six seven. I mean, if he comes out, he's pushing six eight. I'm you just, I'm gonna have a hard time, you know, not not comparing him to Melo or something, <laughs> or something of that capacity. Uh, He's a beast. About two thirty. Kill. He's a killer on offense. Only thing about him is his handle looks so good. God, he's so much burst with his handle right now. Only thing about him though is doesn't pass it all that great. His passing isn't pitched at a very high level and. 
those kind of players, uh, they, uh, they don't really, those kind of players, I don't know. I'm not going to say I see a ceiling because Melvin passing is very real. Like, the players do it. They get, you know, they get better at, you know, reading the game. <laughs> but uh, as far as it, like, ever being, like, Brandon Ingram level or something where like, he just makes a lot of great kicks, you know, I get a little iffy about that. And we know it's not going to be, like, the level of, like, a – Let's say, and then uh, and it's like you think about six eight guys like a pass it. It's like well, you keep thinking about like LeBron, and you're like, well, I'm not about to sit here and compare any prospect to LeBron, but the kid is kind of in the, that kind of mold. No, I'm just playing. There's plenty of players I can compare him to. <laughs> um, he's in a mode that I love comparing guys to Rudy Gay, or like. Joe Johnson. People forget Prime Joe Johnson was athletic, very athletic. Um, <laughs> uh, I like to compare him to I mean, shoot. The dude at his best, he could be James Worthy. No, I'm playing. I said mellow early. I'm saying anything right now. He, he he's a dog, man. Cam Whitmore is a dog. I mean, if you watch him, you watch him. You uh, you 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 wonder why you wouldn't just go him too, <laughs> you know? But he doesn't pass it all that. He's not he's not a great passer or anything. He's not a special passer. He's special everything else though. So. You know, that's why he is at he is at five. Five is high. You know. I, I hate I hate these conversations like, oh my god, you're not you're not high on Whitmore because he's not two. Like he he's five. You, you know you know the fifth best player in a draft class is that that dude is sometimes a superstar and he's bare minimum a, a bona fide star in the league. You know, so that's enough about Cam Whitmore. It's like I spent a lot of time on him. At number six I got Gigi Jackson. Um he could also challenge for that two spot at the end of the day. Um, he's like he's like six ten. Obviously, he has ball skills. Uh, can obviously shoot it from both levels. Can obviously finish it. Obviously, can punish mismatches. Uh, he can do everything on offense. He suffered. He's not that great of a passer. <laughs> I said him and Whit. That's why I said the next two guys. They're gonna be if they can if they up their passing. I will put them over Scoot because Scoot has no weaknesses in his game. Like Scoot's an elite defender prospect. Eh, elite might be a little optimistic, not optimistic, but might be reaching for now. For him right now, he's a really good defender though. Definitely, definitely really good defender. Um, definitely could be a potentially elite defender. Same with Whitmore and same with Jackson. So, you know, Jackson gives you big Paolo vibes. Like, 
you know, Fran, you know, you look at guys like I'm about to say Franz Wagner. And I swear, yes, I'm gonna be that guy. Uh Franz Wagner is a six ten, three level. Yeah. Franz Wagner's three three mid range isn't even all that special. That's the funny thing. His three his mid range isn't even all that special. His three ball is such a threat. And then his he has ridiculous touch. So he he can score away from the rim, but then at the rim he's crafty as hell. I mean, he's just he's a, he's a special wing. Gigi Jackson, he sounds like that now. Franz is a way better passer. That's also a special passer. So I think that's a trade off with the, you know the athleticism and the passing right now. And I always tend to lean passing if there's enough. It like, but then I you can't you know you can't have finishing deficiencies. You know, cough cough, Brandon Miller. But <laughs> that's why Gigi's up here ahead of like Anthony Black because I don't think he just honestly only has one hole and that's his passing. I mean his defense is honestly fine for a eighteen year old. He literally was just playing UIBL and now he's guarding some of the best players in the country. That's fine. <laughs> that's totally fine. Like doesn't have to look great. <laughs> In fact, I can see him get stocks like that's, yeah, yeah. Cause my base tried that tried that college thing at seventeen and it did not did not bode well. So, <laughs> Gigi to just come fresh off you, I'd be able to looking like the best player on South Carolina. I'm not saying South Carolina especially there's a t- t- tough team this year because they're not, but he's popping his shit. I love it. We can make if you make more quicker reads, which he probably that's why I'm that's why I'm saying he could be two at the end of the day because when it's all said and done, if it's different when we all stays healthy, there's no way anyone could just could be better than him. But number two could be Gigi and Gigi he turns into a pass turns into like a special passer. Cause, I mean, you gotta think he's 17 years old. He's 17 years old. It don't matter what he does at South Carolina. As soon as he touches the NBA, you, you as a coach and a, and as a you know any front office, they can develop the dude any way they want. He's a ball of clay when they're eighteen, you know. And the fact that he already has proven like really good habits and really good production, oh yeah, he's gonna be a monster in the league. I mean, why why wouldn't he? Unless you just don't know how to, unless he does, unless he, unless he doesn't want to work no more. You guys don't know how to develop. He should be a monster in the league. He has a really, really good athlete. He's able to handle it. Now, I could be optimistic, and he could just be like a really good four. I could be tripping by having all these perimeter players behind him. But he also could develop even more handling than what you see now. Develop some passing, and now he's absolutely he's a nightmare. He's a nightmare. That's 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 not what I just said. It's just, it's just not. It's not. It's not realistic at all. You know, these kind of things always happen with players. You know, they're just he's a ball of clay. Like I said, he's a ball of clay. And some teams, you know, have infrastructure to develop them and if it takes three years by the second year he's going to be a productive role player at bare minimum and then 
If you give him enough reps, he could develop into something special. But that's enough about TG. <laughs> Let's talk about number seven, Anthony Black. You know, people call him a wing, point guard. I think when that happens, you get the the Josh Giddy two guard label. <laughs> How he's a two guard, no clue. But he's not particularly shifty. Him and he's like he's like the best parts of Delano Ben. So like. Like, every time you see Delonto Ben have a good game, that's why Anthony that's why that's why Anthony Black should go top ten. <laughs> you know? Uh you know, he's like six eight, really good athlete, amazing passer for his size. I mean, a great defender, good volume on his three ball, he's shooting him, hitting him. Well, you know, like now he doesn't really have a pull up and he, his three ball is still kinda slow. So it's not like he's just you know, special movement. Kind of look. He doesn't like Jordan. He doesn't like Jordan Hawkins with his movement. <laughs> his movement three ball doesn't like that. But he hits him. He takes him. We like it. He passes ass off. And he's six eight. He's a candidate to drop now, only because he isn't a special athlete. He's a really good one. I think he's a great athlete. Actually, I think he's a great athlete. He plays well around. He crunches it. Great finisher, but these next guys I talk about, I mean, if they keep performing, it's, it's, it's not even going to make sense in my head to have black over them. Number eight. Now, this starts pretty much the list of guys that they perform. Uh, they could They could hop in the top ten combo. Brandon Miller at number eight. I know he's playing like shit. And not necessarily from three. You know, he is shooting. He has shot it bad a couple times. A few. <laughs> but his ass can't finish. But you know, I, I don't want to get out on him yet. And I probably shouldn't even have him below black like this. Is because I believe in the passing. I think he's unselfish. I mean, obviously, I don't think he's making black reads, but he can definitely operate. He's a really good operator. Yeah, he's he's a good operator in the pick and roll, like in off off down screens. Like he's a dog. Like, I've seen him snake himself always to the rim a couple times. I mean, he draws a lot. He draws fouls. He hits his free throws. He plays like a true wing. Like you, he doesn't play like a forward, which is which is nice. Like he has enough handle that he looks like he's a wing out there. Super silky. And his handle is actually on a string. I think he needs to let it loose some more. I don't know if I'm tripping, but I think if he lets it loose a little more, he'll he'll create more he'll create more mid range opportunities. Because he shot the mid range a lot in high school. It's weird if you if you watch a prospect, he comes into college and he, his game gets a little more simpler like that. Like. Usually they, usually they still keep that little mid-range habit. <laughs> you know, they usually don't get rid of the mid-range habit. But he had a, his mid-range habit is gone now. Like, he just three balls, you know, get to the cup. You know, 
you know, create some, create a couple little touch shots in the, in, you know, away from the rim. But you know, he's not really relying on his mid no more, which I like. I like it. I think, I think once he reverts back to his mean, it's gonna be. A, I don't want to say Paul George, but Jesus, bro. I mean, the kid is six eight, six nine. He's just fluid as all outdoors, and he's burned it. And you, you can't take advantage of him on defense. I mean, he's he blocks stuff. He in the lanes, one on one. He doesn't bite on nothing. I mean, I'm mad I even have him under Anthony Black right now. I'm not gonna lie, Brendan Miller's my guy. I think he picks it up finishing wise. I think his finishes is like I don't think it's like a any anything but like a focus problem. I think he learns how to just focus and he'll hit him. He'll hit he'll hit two more. If he hits if he hits two, three more a game. It just takes a couple and just and just even gets gets even smarter with him. I mean, he could just turn into a beast. And then it's like, oh well, he can finish, shoot, pass. His handle looks great. I mean, all that stuff gets better in the NBA. <laughs> all that everything he does right now looks like he's a, already a great shooter. You can't deny he's already a great shooter from three. He's probably a great shooter. Period. I mean, he can shoot the free shoot free throws. I mean, high school he had a mid. He's a bad finisher. Usually when stuff is bad, he doesn't get elite in the league. <laughs> So, now, the good thing about him is that he chose to go to Alabama. He didn't go, he didn't, he didn't go play for UW-Milwaukee or something. <laughs> Where they play, like, when they play maybe two, maybe three NBA scouting, NBA caliber, you know, NBA draft scouting games. Where, like, you actually can watch those and be like, oh, that's, a, that's you know, it's NBA talent. There's a bunch of NBA talent out there. This boy plays for Alabama, who, on top of the SEC slate, has plenty of non-conference left. Uh, off the top of my head, I think he plays, like, Memphis, Gonzaga, and somebody else good in, like, like this month. <laughs> so, I mean, he has a chance to tighten it up. If he can show he can finish better in these next three, in these next three uh, NBA draft scouting games, I mean, what's... I mean, he's a better passer than Whitmore, so you would have to have him over Whitmore unless you just love Whitmore's athleticism, which I, I can't blame you. Just don't get me wrong, I can't blame you. And Whitmore can shoot it too and can score it, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, I don't, I don't think he passed with him. I'm just saying, you know, you have a conversation because he's, he's finishing the ball now. Which I'm not mad at, I'm not mad at him, but a lot of people are worried about the burst and the vertical pop. Cool. That's respectable. We need to monitor that. Monitor that. Hey, we need to monitor that. That's why Brandon is also a candidate. He could really fall. Like his fall could be his his fall could be dastardly. I'm talking about he could fall from eight to like twenty five. Really. I'm being totally honest. 
his handle always saves him in my head though. So maybe only he only he only dropped to like 18, 16. But he definitely drops below Max Lewis if he can't if his finishing is just that abysmal. So uh at nine, Nick Smith. Love him, six five. He he's in that he's in that Halliburton six five combo guard mold. You know, obviously not an elite, you know, vertical athlete, but has burst. Silky, great pace, really good handle. Handle is an elite though. And I take handle in your passing so seriously as a guard. That sounds crazy, but I do. Like, I think it has to be elite. I think it has to be, like, look special. Like, you, you should have, like, your own looking, like, drill package. Like, you should have – we should be able to watch you, and you just have a whole bunch of just bops, straight bops on your tape. Just like, oh, my God, he hit this kid with what? <laughs> I need to be saying that, and I don't even – and that's for – you know, whatever, if I have a guard in the top, and you know, that's ranked 90 on my board, I, I don't even think you should be considered for that, you know, draft if you can, if your handle is an elite. But, obviously, if enough size like Nick Smith, your handle does not have to be elite yet. If it's pretty good, though. You know, he has really good pace. And uh, he can pass it, shoot it. He's floater heavy, which worries me. He could also be a candidate to drop towards like that that fifteen range. But he hits his floaters. So it makes me think like, oh, he's the floater guy, you know, which is fine. And he shoots the mid, which is good. I I like him. I really do. I'm not in love with him like some guys, you know, some people have him, you know, closer to five. I don't know. I think he's closer to 15. <laughs> I just have him at 9 right now. So that was Nick Smith. Uh, 10, I got Kyle Phillip Kowski. Um Blame Larry Markinen for working out because I... Like Larry, if you say Larry Markinen is a 7-foot, seven 7-1, 4 Big man, you know, you can play him at the four. He's a big man. Uh, can score it at three levels very well. Really good three-point and mid-range shooter. Great down low. Great in the post. Punishes, mismatches. Fluid on defense. Makes plays. Tries. <laughs> tries on the boards. Tries on D. Can really shoot it, though. I mean, you can't lead a kid. He's a problem. You're a 20-point guy. Like, you told me that. And I'm like, well, damn it. I, the kid is good. <laughs> the kid is good. I mean, I, I can't even justify putting anybody. It isn't like a freak athlete over him and young, cause he's young. You know, he's young. He could shoot it. So oh, family guy's going crazy right now. I don't know if anybody, I don't know if you guys can hear that. <laughs> but 
We like Kyle Filipowski over here, though. They, you know, his past performances. I mean, he's played like, dude's played like four or five NBA draft scouting games, and he's averaging like 15 and 10 in them things, like shooting it, passing it. But, you know, he makes plays on D. Like, what are we not liking about him, you know? Why would I not have him up here? You know, he definitely could be higher than Nick Smith. He keeps showing me something. He could be higher than Brandon Miller. I think he could definitely sneak up in that uh, close to that close to that seven range. Anything higher than seven, I think I'm just reaching for reaching for stars. I'm not gonna lie. At number eleven, we got Jet Howard. Anybody, anybody know me? I've been high on Jet Howard. I thought he was like that his junior year for IMG. I was like, man. Every time Jet touches the ball, it just things work out a little better on offense. He's always beating his man. No matter what he does, he's going to be his man. He's a guy. His handle, his three ball, shot making. Yeah, he's, he might be best suited off the ball. He might actually just be a... 25-point-a-game guy. He might actually just be unstoppable off the ball. I mean, he's 6'8", but he can defend your other team's guards. I mean, granted, he's not an amazing athlete, which is why he's 11 and not (laughs) 4. That's the thing with this draft. Uh, Jet Howard is a 6'8", three-level scoring High-level playmaking, high-level defending, high IQ, high-efficiency high prospect. That's good enough to get him 11 in my book. <laughs> in any other draft, he would be like five. He was like if Jared Culver was Jared. If, he was like if Jared Culver... Would played like his March Madness self consistently, and he was a freshman, <laughs> and he was six eight. <laughs> I mean, Jack could very well grow, but at the same time, he also he could be six eight in the league. I don't see why he can't be another team starting two guard. If you like Quinn Quinn Grimes, why 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 don't you like Jack Jack Howard? He's pretty much six eight, Grand Grimes. Just a light skinned two guard. <laughs> Three level. <laughs> I'm just playing. But yeah, Jay J Howard eleven. I mean, why you why wouldn't you like him at eleven? For Elmock on this big board. I mean I think he kinda I think he's in I think he's the start of a tier that I, don't, I think isn't necessarily an elite player at their position. But I think they'd be like elite role players where like they're averaging, you know, 20 plus, you know, just wreaking havoc on the league. But obviously there's going to be, you know, big dogs that's 20, 27, 28, you know, those guys. I, don't, I think he's going to be in that next tier of star. I think he's going to be in that third tier. So not quite, you know, because obviously he got the, the freaks, and then you got the superstars. 
you got to like elite, you know, you're an elite star, you know, please elite players. You know, I think he'll be an elite player. I think he can be an elite two guard in this league. He has it all in him. I do. He has it all in him. Now, he could also very well just be a really good elite role player. And that's fine, too. Which is why I'm going to be fighting all day with these next players I have after him. These next, I would say, four players. I'm going to be fighting myself all day to see these better than they're better than Jet. At 12, I got Casey Wallace. Case Wallace is about 6'4. Really a combo. You can play you can play off ball. Even though I like him at point guard. Uh he's not that shit. He's not that shitty, but he has a great pace. He's great pace, which is a sign that he could get real, real real problematic for other guards. Especially since he's elite on defense. I mean elite. Talking about like an all defensive guy, you know. Already, like, that's what all defensive guys was like in college. You know, Case and Wallace, he absorbs everything. And he's he's long, 6'4", plenty of size for the guard spot. To shoot it. He has zero weaknesses in his game, actually. Other than, you know, he's just not extremely shifty, you know. So, only thing you would ask him to be work on his shift, that's literally it. Work on his shift, some shot making. And you're talking about uh, all star, you know, all star can you know all star can elite role player. When I say elite role player, I, elite role players can be all stars. <laughs> like that's why I, I I think there's that much talent in the league. Uh, comps the comp I would have for Case and Wallace is very Drew Holiday ish. And I really can't run away from it, you know. He's in that Drew Holiday mold, you know, that Marcus Smart mold. If you, if you, if I was to say Drew Holiday is a six four combo guard with elite defense and great offensive skill, and I said Marcus Smart is a six four combo guard with elite defense and really good offensive skill. <laughs> uh, or unless you want to say Drew Holiday is elite on offense, which is fine. Though those work, though you know those kind of players work. You know, and they look like Case and Wallace. <laughs> now Drew Holiday goes higher in his draft, but that was his job as a break ago, and then so was Smarts. Um. Ricky Council at number thirteen. Oh man, if he was if he was to play like this as a freshman, I mean, that's why I have him at thirteen. Cause I'm like, man, the fact that I even thought like Johnny Davis deserved to be up there was. Disrespectful. I should just follow my gut and put Bryce McGowan's over him. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I think I did do that. I think I did have Bryce McGowan's over him. I think I ended up just souring on Johnny Davis after I watched more and more two guard. I was like, bro, if I can get the same three level and potential, uh, you know, defensive ability that Johnny Davis was offering me, 
and he's shifty. He's taller. Uh, there's no reason why I should go Johnny Davis. <laughs> Johnny Davis is really good though. You know, I just didn't think he was. Well, yeah, he got drafted ten. I would, yeah, I would have swung on. I would have swung on something at ten. I would have swung. <laughs> um, yes, I was that guy that had AJ Griffin over him. Like, yes, I have the best eye. Yes, no. <laughs> but yeah, Ricky Council. I mean, what? The Bink Bink star. Elite athlete, honestly. I mean, his burst is stupid. The dunks he gets are dumb. Range, dumb on his jumper. It's just a set shot, so I don't know how good it's going to be off the dribble. From three, I bet his, his mid-range pull-up is butter. Like, he gets to that thing, and he has a handle. Like, he's... He's just a dog. He's a dog finisher. I mean, he's finishing out a ridiculous clip. Like, I saw somebody post something on Twitter talking about it was like 70% or something, over 70%. Like, jeez, bro. He's a freak. Ricky Council's a freak. I'm going to be battling. I'm going to be battling between him being ahead of, like, Nick Smith and, like, Brandon Miller all year. Because he ain't going to do nothing but keep playing great. Only thing about him, not a ridiculously special passer. And it's good. It's really good. He can really pass. He can pass. But when I think about what Jet Howard would be as a junior soon, like if I was, if I think about Jay Howard in two years. I uh, that wouldn't even look fair. Neither would Casey Wallace. But something makes me want to put Ricky Council over them. You know, just because I mean six six, elite. Just elite, just elite two guard, man. I mean, just an elite guard. He just might, he reminds me of a right-handed Kevin Porter or something, you know. But he's just not as fluid off the three ball as a Kevin Porter. That's the only thing. His handle is stupid. He's a he's not a tough eval. He's a tough rank for me. <laughs> you know, not a tough eval at all. I know exactly what I'm looking at, but he's a tough rank because I, I want to. You know, the idea of him is supposed to get taken in the top ten. <laughs> it is, but I do have some three ball off the dribble concerns and some passing, which kind of made me think he's going to be more. You know, that that mercenary, you know, 22-point-a-game killer. Whereas he's not going to see him as a guy averaging 24 and 7. <laughs> you feel me? 26, 26 and 5. Like, I don't see him like that.
14, I got Turk Smith. Turk Smith has gotten better at finishing and passing and defense. That's why you go back to school. Because of that, he has all the bursts. He's only up here because he has burst. If he didn't have this burst, he would be down there with talking, you know, down there with Caleb Love or something. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps performing. I have no choice but to move him up. That's exactly what any team would like to have. I mean, I'll say I'm, I don't think I would move him up, actually. No, I'm thinking about it. He's at 14. I think this draft is just that special. I mean, if you can get Turk Smith at 14, legit, you know, like, I don't think. I think it's going to be a draft where it's going to be a lot. You know, it's going to be some It's going to be some overthinks. It's going to be some teams that overthought it. I know it. As I'm saying this, I feel like not getting Max Lewis over him is kind of crazy just because Max Lewis is a big wing. He's just, you swing on those every time. So, we'll see, you know. Turk has the burst. You know, it isn't like Turk doesn't have burst. It'd be one thing if Turk didn't have burst. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Maybe. <laughs> It'd be one thing if he didn't have, you know, great acceleration on his game and a great handle. It's burning that shit from three. I don't know. But like I said, I already revealed it. 15, I got Max Lewis from Pepperdine putting on him, Houston Mallet, and, J- and Javon Porter. I love it. I love it when Pepperdine is good. West, West, Coast, West Coast Conference is just tough this year, man. They're just tough. If you see him in a tournament, your your team's in for it, all right? Pepperdine is tough, super tough. He makes him look even tougher. I mean, geez, he's 6'8". 6'8", he give it to you anyhow, any way you want it. <laughs> As the old school said, <laughs> you know, he get the max the ball how you want it. <laughs> Only thing about him, he's not like this amazing ball handler or he's not a great passer. He's a good passer. Not a great one. Uh not a great mid range shooter. Good one, like solid like good. Solid. I would say solid. He could shoot definitely could shoot it though, don't get me wrong. He gives me more off ball wing vibes than and on ball wing and off ball wings are still have to be great on ball scores. Just you know how good on ball you gotta be to have the ball as a wing? I don't think people understand. Like you been you gotta have just skill on top of skill on top of skill, pissed at an elite level, you know. Uh, there's rarely any guys in the league that are six eight just here, had a ball, you know, forty touches a game. <laughs> Or whatever, that's the right number. I don't even know that's the right number. I think the seventy I think seventies is what is a high number of touches. Either way. It's about to blow me, I'm about to look it up.
Sorry, I'm looking up player touches. <laughs> I hate I hate saying absolutely false shit on um podcasts. Cause he was he was gonna be listening to me like, bro, what the f- bro, what the fuck did he just saying, bro? Man, this dude just said none. All right, so yeah, I just said nothing. I said forty, bro. I need to be fired. But yeah, I would say fifty plus. You know, these dudes is getting up in the 90s. You feel me, 80s. These are the big boys, though. Like, even though Kyle Lowry and Rosier are up here. That's fucking absurd. D-Lo is up here. Like, why is D-Lo getting more touches than Ant-Man? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's cool. Like I said, you see what kind of player has to get 50-plus touches in this league. You know, I uh, I see Max Lewis as a, you know, a fourth option, like just elite fourth option. Like, if he's your fourth guy, y'all are about to win a chip. You feel me? I think he's going to have times in his career where he's the second and third and the team is just, like, good. Him as a second, I feel like your team is just in for it. Third is when y'all are just, like, good. And I think he's averaging, like, 20 and 8, 20 and 7 or something. 20 and 8 is crazy. 20, like, 20, like 6 and, like, 3 or something. Because <laughs> in the day, what mode is he in, you know? It's either, it's either a Andrew Wiggins or a, a Mikael Bridges with more pop. Or is it a, you know, I'm looking at this list of touches. I don't think I should take this very seriously. Why Why do I see Russell and Neil on here? It's kind of absurd, right? I'm tripping. <laughs> a little ridiculous. Russell O'Neill being up here is a little ridiculous. But yeah, I get point guards, but... <laughs> Just for the hell of it, I'm going to look at Russell O'Neill this year. I mean, I've watched plenty of Nets games. Like he was, he does touch the ball. Like I just didn't even know he was touching it like that. Like what? He's averaging nine, five, and five. Where could go? Where's O'Neal could go? I love how Two K got him at six four. He's six six on here. Like height, height bothers me. I want y'all to know that. That's really it. That's you know, that was one through fifteen. We, you know. We're gonna put out some more. I'm gonna drop I'm gonna drop the 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 big board on Twitter. Get some engagement, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at this touches list still. Why why is Franz so low? 
It's a few dudes as well. Nah, I'm not fucking with it. I'm not gonna lie. Zach, like Zach Levine, like what's? But anyways, I wish they up. This was the only one part, real deal. I'm gonna put you down. I'm not showing you around. <laughs>